0: Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. So I'm cashing out some of my real estate that was inherited because the net income is very low given the asset value. Considering cashing out on a property that I bought 30 years ago in Arizona, even though the rent ratio is amazing, the income to asset ratio is low thought is to hold on to cash and wait for a buying opportunity, which seems to be coming. However, we'll end up with a 30% capital gains, federal and state on 500 to 600,000 of capital gains. The first thing I always ask um, folks like this is like, what's the rent to value ratio? If it's under 1%, well, it's not going to cash flow. So you should probably sell it. It could appreciate, but that's just not what the kind of investor I am. I, I want the sure thing, which is cash flow, as opposed to hoping and praying and gambling that the, the property value is going to go up. Somebody might get lucky and rub it in my face, but you know, I'm more about cash flow and and that type of stuff these days. Once you've determined that you got to sell the property, you got to figure out how much capital gain you're going to have. And this person mentioned they're going to be looking at five hundred to $600,000 in capital gain. Now you have a couple options. You can do a cash out refinance, buy some other properties. Maybe you go into some syndications and then you build up some passive losses from those syndications and then sell the property and then realize those capital gains. But by doing that strategy, you're able to build up the passive losses that kind of cushion your fall. There's a 1031 exchange option, but I think 1031 exchanges are pretty horrible because think about it like this. The analogy is like you're kind of in a in a hot air balloon. You've been in this balloon for thirty years and you're now you have to look at like a five hundred to six hundred thousand dollar capital gain or dropping out of the air balloon. You'll probably break a bunch of legs. At that point but by doing a 1031 exchange you're kind of delaying the inevitable you're going to be in the situation again but unfortunately you might be looking at a 1 million or a million and a half capital gain the way i i kind of kind of mentor my folks is like just cut bait now jump out of the basket Maybe you might break a leg or sprain an ankle. If you're at a height of like 50 feet, $500,000 is a lot of capital gains. So likely what you're going to need to do is cushion your fall. And in this case, practical advice is to Go into some deals, get some passive losses to cushion your fall. Maybe you invest $100,000 and you get a $98,000 of, of passive losses that first year. And you go into three deals like that. So you're, now you're almost the $300,000 passive losses. Now you take that $500,000 long-term capital gain and you minus that passive losses. And now you're only looking at a $200,000 capital gain. At that point, say your adjusted growth income was a hundred, you know, you add that to the two hundred and you're at three hundred, you're you're not in a bad tax bracket at that point. If you kind of sheltered the the big stuff out of the you know three hundred twenty six thousand dollars and above. But those are a couple ways of doing it. Every situation is different, but that's the way I would think of it. You know, we talk a lot about the stuff in our in our mastermind group about, you know, strategizing specifics about this. Uh, one piece of the puzzle I don't have that this person didn't put in here is like, I want to know what your adjusted gross income because maybe you're not working this year and your AGI is really low. Well, take it now. Take, just take the capital gain, hit on the chin.
1: Lane is not a lawyer CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties.